0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well,
1: well, it's the big show. set Big show, up hot and fresh here on The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Packer and Badger running back Gary Ellerson as well as the inventor of the Lambo Leap Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist, Packer Hall of Famer, number 36, Leroy Butler with you. As we broadcast live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios, genewagnerplumbing.com for all of your plumbing needs. Again, our thanks to Brad Sellers for joining us there uh, in the last half hour. Really, really good. If you missed it, you if you want to go back, uh, and check that out. Mayor of Warrensville Heights, Ohio, of course, a former Badger and Buckeye College basketball player, Uh, from back in the day. Played on those Bulls teams with Jordan. uh, Talked about the Last Dance uh, documentary and so forth. Really, really good in the last uh, half hour, so check that out. Joining us now, he is the president and CEO of your Green Bay Packers on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. He is Mark Murphy. Mark, thanks for coming on this afternoon. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks. Uh, First things first, I I, I guess, because we haven't had a chance to talk to you uh, since the draft and since this whole thing uh, played out. Uh, You went through Aaron Rodgers and uh, that transition uh, from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. And now you guys uh, make a pick with Aaron Rodgers towards the end of his career uh, and take Jordan Love. Uh, your thoughts uh, on that selection uh, by your team?
0: Yeah, no, I'm, uh, you know, very supportive of it. Uh, you know, Brian and I were in communication and, um, yeah, you know, it's the reality is it's not only the most important position in football, I, I would argue it's the most important position uh, in all the sports. And um, there's an old saying in the NFL that the best time to take a quarterback is when you don't need one. And we don't need one now. I mean, obviously Aaron's uh, you know still playing at a very high level. Um, and, yeah, I guess I look at it, I, I give Brian credit. I, I think, uh, you know, that he had the courage of his convictions, you know, that he obviously uh, thinks a lot of Jordan and thinks he could be a, good, a great player for us. And uh, you know, but uh, you know, I, it's not—he's not, not going to help us right away. But I think for the long term, it was—it'll uh, be a very good move, and uh, you know, it gives me—you uh, know and, and, you know, look back, you know, I, say what you want about Ted Thompson. The best thing he did was drafted Aaron Rodgers when he had Brett Favre. And you know, hopefully, uh, uh, we'll have a, a similar uh, similar conversation. 10 years from now <laughs> about this pick.
2: You know, Mark, uh, what, what does – because everybody, I guess, is wondering what the landscape now with you guys look like, well, I, I guess, in the NFL, what it looks like now as far as getting this season started on time.
0: Yeah, you know, Gary, that's the, I think that's the $64 million question. Um, yeah, it, we're we're doing uh, – well, first of all, compared to our – professional sports i think we're uh able to learn a lot from them we're not like the the bucks uh, you know right in the middle of the season and um yeah i'm sorry did you i'm i guess i got a little bit of an echo but so we'll see um you know uh we're not going to make decisions we're not going to set false deadlines we're not going to <clears throat> Not to make decisions until we have to, but uh, right now the plan is to play 16 games and uh, you know, and uh, in front of uh, in front of fans.
3: Yeah, Mark. Uh, this is Leroy Butler. I want to. I'll go back to the joy, love. Aaron hey, Leroy. I would say
0: Leroy, you, 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 you should be in the Hall of Fame. You have my vote.
3: Well, I appreciate that. I really do, yeah. Mark. Uh, I because there was some reports that uh, the team. Uh, As far as the head coach, he kind of mandated Gutekunst or wanted him to select um, Jordan Love. Was the head coach in on it as well, or was he informed? Because I I think a lot of fans think that uh, maybe um, you guys should have informed Aaron Rodgers, in fact, that you were going to select Jordan Love. But it had to be the three of you guys were on board with getting Jordan Love. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, we yeah. there was you know, communication beforehand that it was a possibility.
3: Yeah, um,
0: yeah, no, it uh, and Matt was very supportive of it. You know, I, I, I mean, you don't. I don't think you talk to players and ask them, uh, should we do this or should we do that. Um, I, I do think, shortly after the pick, and uh, I, 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 I know. It, and it made it a little difficult because we were in you know uh, a virtual yeah. situation. We weren't on the, uh, sure. the war room at Lambeau Field. But I, I know Matt talked to to Aaron shortly after uh, the pick. Uh,
3: Did you me. have any conversation with Aaron afterwards, maybe or up until? Because we I think we heard this press conference like a week ago. Have you spoken with him about it? Because he seemed to be. He said it was surprised, and it takes away the controllables no, in his way. Yeah,
0: you know, I thought. Uh, You know, I thought his press conference was was great. You know, I think, you know, know, obviously I I think he was very honest that it was a surprise, uh, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I I think he understands that, you know, the organization, uh, you know, not only we're, you know, trying to win now, but also looking out for the long-term future of the organization.
2: You know, Mark, you also looked at, Long term, you, we're we're talking OTAs and those type of situations and bringing players in. Are you guys meeting and talking about like how that's going to work for you guys? Is it six feet apart or is it? Are we are we cleaning up the, the facilities? How, how does it all look for you guys right now to get ready for the season? Well,
0: <laughs> I just actually just had a league call talking a lot about a lot of about those types of things, um, and. Yeah, so much of it is still up in the air. Um, we we just opened up our facility on Tuesday. Um, we're hoping to get coaches in uh, in the next uh, week or so. And then uh, we'll see on the players. But we have – there's all kinds of medical medical protocols that we put in place. And, you know, just for bringing our employees back in, um, you know, have checking temperatures as they walk in, uh you know, uh, hand sanitizer uh, throughout the building, uh, spacing out, just all different kinds of things, and uh, and then the, the hope would be uh, that um, at the end of the off-season program, we could have the players in for a short period of time.
1: Talking with Packers, we
0: have agreed. We have agreed with the players' association, though, that uh, the off-season program
3: would end uh, June 26th.
1: Oh, that's a big step. Yeah, talking with Packers president and CEO Mark Murphy here on the Wendy's Big Show.
3: One of the things I advocate, I was going to ask you about testing, uh, how available have the um, state of Wisconsin, the government, or however, are they going to give you enough test kits for your players just to find out um, if one of these guys, you know, either get test I mean, test positive or negative or however, because once they leave and go back to their families for a month, they got to come back. So have they made testing available, or that's kind of getting ahead of it?
0: Um, well, sir, is, testing is crucial, and we need to really, and, and it's not just the NFL or professional football society. We right. need uh, to dramatically Absolutely. increase in the testing capacity. Um, and, you know, I, I guess in Green Bay, we were lacking in testing but with the outbreaks in the uh or outbreak in the meatpacking plants more recently that there's been uh quite a bit more testing here so i think that's that's been positive um but yeah that that'll be obviously the key will be i think long term would be uh finding a vaccine but in the shorter term uh you know having testing uh ample testing available to be able to identify people uh, who uh, test positive and then kind of then isolate them.
3: Have you upgraded your medical staff or are you just going to keep the medical staff that you normally have and trainers? Because I can possibly see maybe updating that, adding a few more people available just for that area. Is that something you guys maybe talked about?
0: Um. We haven't. I know it, the the league has been really helpful, um, and um, we've actually put together an infection infection response team, including uh, you know our, our physicians and yeah. Uh, you know, we and the other thing the league has done is worked with uh, Duke University's. It's called DICON. I think it's Duke Duke University's infection control network. So we have expertise in it. And then each team has been required to uh, identify an infection control officer. So we have a lot nice. of people looking at it. And I, I feel confident in, in our physicians uh, and that, that they have the expertise we need and that if they don't have it, they know where to go and, uh, and, and to be able to, to talk to people that have expertise on some of these issues.
1: Mark, uh, when you look around the the rest of the professional sports landscape right now, the NHL is trying to figure out how to get themselves back. They seem to be the closest. Uh, The NBA, according to reports, is talking about having all their teams or a portion of their teams and players all in a hub uh, in Orlando trying to figure out how to finish their season and and get into the playoffs to have a champion there. Major League Baseball seems to be the furthest away with uh, some bickering going on between the Players Association uh, and the owners. And then here is the National Football League, Acting like, to a certain degree, business as usual. You know, I haven't heard anybody talking about. Well, you know, preseason make it off to a little bit slower of a start, or kickoff may be later. You guys uh, are really the ones. I'm not gonna say unaffected because you are affected, uh, obviously, to a certain degree with how everything is played off this uh, out off this offseason. But with this pandemic break in the spring versus uh, in the fall, uh, you guys really are probably in the best situation of the big pro sports leagues.
0: No, I, I I agree with you. You know, it's uh we have time. You know, it's you know, we still have almost 4 months uh you know until the start of the regular season and I do I think we can learn from uh you know uh, these other sports and it's not just sports here, you know, looking at you know some of the things that have happened uh internationally. But uh yeah, I, I think in these times you know, the, you, you've got to be flexible and things, it reminds me a little bit, uh, uh, you know, Leroy, this was before your time, but, uh, in 1982, um, and when we had the strike,
2: you know, and right away, it was that's open, when you know, and I played, Mark, that, that
0: was during my time. days. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the season's done. We're not gonna be able to salvage a season. And you know, ended up kind of piecing together a season and, um, no, I have very fond memories of it because we won the Super Bowl that year. <laughs> I mean, we and the, the Redskins. But yeah, we you know we ended up uh, you know, we ended up playing nine games total, and then we expanded the playoffs to sixteen, and they called the Super Bowl tournament. And uh, so I you know and I and I know the league uh, the league's looking at all different contingencies and options, and um, but we're not. Going to implement them until we have to, and at, at this point, uh, you know, we're uh, as we as I said before, we're planning to play a uh, full full season and uh, in, in front of fans.
1: We were talking about this in the first hour of the show. This thing going on in Major League Baseball about players wanting to see the books from the owners before they agree to take uh, what essentially would be their second pay cut in all of this, and then Scott Boris, a player agent, uh, emailing out and saying what they would see if they were to open the books. Uh, Is is there a winner in any of this if the owners were to say, okay, fine, we'll open our books, come look at them? I just don't see how anybody wins in this deal. Fans, uh, because they're going to find out stuff that they probably don't know that they probably won't be very happy with, I'm guessing. The players are going to find out stuff one way or the other. The owners probably won't look that well either. I just don't see any league having their owners open up the books to the Players Association in that sport.
0: Well... Our books are already open to our players. Yeah, for Green <laughs> Bay. Right. right. Yes, correct. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's right. yes. uh, But really, as a league, because of our revenue sharing model, um, you know, the, and I think it's what has made the, the league so competitive uh, and balanced is, you know, the players get a percentage of the revenue. And so we have a combined interest in generating additional revenue because everybody benefits. Um, and, you know, and actually I would say, um, well, a couple things. Uh, we're very fortunate. We got our collective bargaining agreement done before this all hit. That uh, would be really difficult to be dealing with uh, negotiating a brand new collective bargaining agreement while we're in the middle of a pandemic. But um, I think, you know, we, we got a deal done with the Players Association and now we're working with the Players Association on so many different things, and I, I think it's been very positive that uh, we're working well together. And, you know, in terms of what the season's going to look like, um, you know, how much revenue is generated, I think we have a, a, we have a joint interest in that both the players and management want to see the season played. Uh, and so I, I, think, um, I think we will be able to come together and work things out.
2: You know, Mark, I think initially too, you talked a little bit about you guys are doing a little bit more renovations up in up in Green Bay. Does does this halt your your plans on doing things that you like to get done up in Green Bay for adding on to the stadium parking structures of that nature? Um,
0: yeah, you know, that's a great question, Gary. We're um, you know think we have a number of different things that were planned this off season. Fortunately, um, construction and construction workers were considered essential, so um we've been able to go through with uh, a number of our construction projects not a nothing major in terms of the stadium but we're renovating our concourses and of course in title town we have a number of <coughs> construction projects going on there as well um so those are continuing you know um in terms of long term um, you know we, we'll we'll see i mean you know it depends how the season plays out you know hopefully um you know, I can't. I, there's the old saying, "Hope is not a strategy." So I have to be careful not to keep saying, "Well, hopefully we'll be able to do this," but um, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. If we're able to play a, a fairly normal season, I, I think that will not affect us financially. The other thing, and, and I think both of you probably know this. I mean, we're very fortunate. We don't have a a, a rich, deep-pocketed owner, but uh, in place of that, we've set up. Uh, we call it a, a corporate reserve fund. That's about $400 million now. And so it's really, it's for situations like this where um, you know, there's either a strike and we miss a season or there's some catastrophe. Uh, and this will allow the Packers to, to weather the storm, so to speak.
3: And, Mark, thank you for the organization donating a lot of money to COVID-19, especially in the Milwaukee area. They've been hit very hard and pretty much across the state. But thank you for that. My question is, uh, what about the Packers Does this pandemic jeopardize maybe playing overseas? I mean, in Canada, I mean, in London, or in the future? I mean, because that was revenue that was pretty big.
0: Well, uh, well, first of all, we're the only team that has not played an international game or hasn't played in London. And uh, there were five games scheduled, international games this year, Four in London in two different stadiums, and then uh, the Mexico City game, uh, and all of those have been uh, uh, canceled. They'll all be played in the United States.
1: Yeah, just
2: you
0: know, I think this this is just too much, too big of a risk uh, during this time to to play international games.
1: Talking with Mark Murphy, president and CEO of your Green Bay Packers uh, here on the Wendy's Big Show on the Fan. Some rule changes. Uh, coming down uh, today, Mark, as well uh, for the NFL coming up uh, to the next year. Uh, if you don't mind touching on a couple of those that have come up uh, first, sure. I guess we'll start with is the Eagles. Already out publicly? Yeah, they're already uh, out publicly. Yep. I guess, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not leaking anything. the uh, The Eagles' proposal for expanding the instant replay uh, was one that I honestly I I didn't think would pass, uh, but it did pass. You want to explain what that new rule is about?
0: Well, it's really just uh, because the instant replay we passed last year was for one year only, and this was a part of it, um, and it's it's fairly minor. It's just automatic. It's making automatic review on uh, certain plays, including uh, tries after point. So if you go for two, or if Uh, if there's a penalty. So it's a fairly minor, and that wasn't controversial at all.
1: The other one, uh, increasing the number of players that may be designated to return from two to three. Yep.
0: A lot of support for that gives teams a little more flexibility. Uh,
1: And there's a couple other rules uh, as well, uh, including uh, expansive defenseless player protection to a kickoff or punt returner who's in possession of the ball but who has not had time to avoid or ward off the impending Uh, Contact of an opponent, Uh, Gary and Leroy, I think we're both in favor of that last week when we talked about that being a possibility coming up. Uh, Also prevents uh, teams from manipulating uh, the game clock by committing multiple dead ball fouls while the clock is running. Another one that's approved. One that did not get approved is the one that everybody was talking about leading up to this thing, and that was the fourth and 15 concept uh, instead of the onside kick. Uh, How did that play out?
0: Yeah, that was the one we had a lot of discussion on that. Um Yeah, I am in support of it. Um I think it's um yeah, it it what it really goes back to is 2 years ago and it was it was a smart move it was to make the kickoff, uh which is by far has been by far the most dangerous play in football, uh to make the kick, the kickoff <clears throat> kickoff safer. So I mean, basically, you had you couldn't you had to be spread out evenly across the field, no running start, and the result of that is that it's a lot more difficult to recover onside kicks. I think it basically went from sixteen percent recovery rate to less than ten or around ten, and uh, yeah. So you know, I think it's important in terms of keeping uh, fans interested in the game television ratings um, and I thought I thought the proposal uh, had merit and I, th- I think it still does long term there were some issues that came up on the call that I think can be addressed and um, so that's gonna it's going to go back to the competition committee and, and we'll discuss uh, maybe some changes we can make to it to, to make it more uh, uh, acceptable to those that voted against it
1: Mark, uh, one last thing: Did you watch the Last Dance documentary at all? What did you make of it? Oh, I did. Yeah, I loved it. So,
0: Um, yeah, no. Well, and you know, obviously, I spent it wasn't during that time period, but I was lived in the Chicago area for five years and knew, you know, knew about uh, Michael Jordan and his legacy. And uh, no, it was. I thought it was really well done. It was fascinating.
1: Now we've talked about what would be the next documentary you'd want to make, and there are some people that think the. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers saga there would be an unbelievable documentary, Mark.
0: I don't know. I lived through that. I don't know
1: if I want to <laughs> that. would be a tough deal for sure, no doubt. Mark, thanks so much for coming on, bud. All right. Lot, Mark. Take care. Take care. There Thank he is. You. President and CEO of the Green Bay Packers, Mark Murphy. On the Great Midwest Bank Hotline is your passion growing your home. Great Midwest Bank Home Renovation Loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. It does not sound like that's going to happen Gary. No, he exactly, didn't seem... I
2: don't think I want to see that. No, he, I, I don't that. think he wants to go <laughs> through that again. No, yeah, no. Yeah. But that's but the one great. thing,
1: if you've been to the jewelry center, you definitely want to go back there again, Gary.
2: No, you really do, guys. And they, you know, they've got hours, new hours. They're open. They're ready to do it. They're ready to serve you up, guys. And the regular store hours, they, they resume immediately, guys. They they're open and they're able to welcome you in their stores right now to shop. And the full service repair center is ready for all your jury and watch repair needs. The jury center hours, guys, are Tuesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, Their and location closes at 5:30 weekdays and at 2 p.m. on Saturdays. Learn more about us, our three locations, the brands we carry, and our full service repair department at Shop TJC. Com. All
1: right, we'll talk about some of what we just heard from Packers President and CEO Mark Murphy coming up next here on the Wendy's Big Show. You could
0: spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.